When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas, and welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC. Let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Today's subject is, should Kareem Benzema be called back to the national team for the World Cup qualifiers later this fall? Well, to get straight to the point, you're damn right he does. And believe me, folks, I will explain. First of all... At this point, there's really no more denying that Kareem Benzema is a vital part of the team. In my case, I always said Olivier Giroud was, but you know what this point is? They're both well needed. Unfortunately, in Giroud's case, the lack of playing time is really going to affect his playing time with the national team. But regardless, both men are huge names, and they both will go down as one of France's finest players. But let's focus solely on Kareem Benzema, because this episode is quite frankly about him. Look, I'll be honest. I've changed a lot with my feelings with Kareem Benzema. As far as feelings goes, you know, all the time where I defended the fact of his omission, okay? And whether I was right or wrong, you know, at this point, the national team has moved on from this alleged blackmailing scandal, and I think I've moved on too. You know, I'm fully confirming it. I've moved on because, look, after giving it some really much thought... I decided if Kareem Benzema really did do what he did, perhaps a conviction would have happened already. Now, keep in mind, Kareem Benzema is uh, set to face trial uh, uh, later uh, this year uh, in, in a few months, but I really I really don't think a prison sentence is going to happen. I, at this point, look, if, if he was guilty, I think the whole thing, you know, honestly would have been over. But again, I, I do have to stand with what I say. Look, when somebody is accused of such things, the national team can't deal with the drama. So the national t- so Didi Deschamps did what had to be done. It's just a shame that all these years had to be wasted out of Benzema's national career. But you know what? On the bright side is Kareem Benzema flourished with Real Madrid, and that makes me happy. Now I've been told that oh, all of a sudden you're you're a, you're a fan of Kareem Benzema after his fantastic Euro performance. Okay, let me get this straight. 
I have been a fan of Kareem Benzema even before he was at Real Madrid, okay? Kareem Benzema and I are from the same city. We are both from Lyon, France. That makes me proud. That one of the greatest players in the world is from the same city where I was born. I was a follower of Kareem Benzema from his days with Olympique Lyonnais. Okay, and look, I was never... And never anything against him, but I said, look, if he did do this, if he did, if he did blackmail, but I always said it's all alleged. I never accused him of anything, but I said if he did, then he's got to be taught a lesson. And because the case is so serious, you know, the French national team can't deal with the drama. But you know what? Like I said, it's time to be over it 100%. Like I said, the trial is about to happen, and I really don't think anything bad's going to happen. So there's absolutely no doubt that Benzema needs to be recalled for the national team for World Cup qualifiers, because believe it or not. Okay, France is going to need him, okay? He played so well in the Euro, scored four goals, was arguably the best player on the French squad, okay? It would be a stupid, and I mean an absolutely stupid mistake if Didier Deschamps did not recall Kareem Benzema for the World Cup qualifiers. Especially because of all the drama going on around the national team because of this post-Euro crap. Okay, the, all the drama, you know, like I, you know, I've said before, I don't want to get into full details, but we, you know, we cannot deny the whole team is dealing with drama, and those the players better get their heads out of their asses, they better get on the same damn page, and I'm pretty sure that everything's going to be fine. Okay, we're going to have to see how things start out when they play for their domestic clubs, and hopefully everything's going to be okay. So, taking a look at the World Cup qualifiers, okay, France is not off to a good start in qualifiers, okay? Two wins and a draw, sure. People would ask, "What the hell do you have to? What do I? What the hell do I have to complain about?" Well, I tell you what, I'm gonna complain. What I'm gonna complain about, the fact that we drew against Ukraine and that we beat we beat Kazakhstan two nothing with Kylian Mbappe being denied on a penalty, and you know beating Bosnia and Herzegovina on the road just one nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, these results are poor. Okay, they are not convincing, and they are certainly not worth the material of the defending World Cup champions, especially considering all the talent that France has and the fact that they have to play this poorly, the poor results, completely, 100% unacceptable, folks. I ain't gonna buy it, okay? Yeah, win's a win. I'll give him that, but you know what? With these poor results, I ain't buying it, okay? It's an unconvincing win, okay? Sure, you're in the three points, but you know what? You, know, you, you, fl- you flourish... You do poorly in the World Cup qualifiers, you qualify, but then when you get to the main stage in Qatar next year, okay, that's where it's going to matter, okay? France are the defending World Cup champions, and with all the super expensive talent, arguably the greatest, the most talented team there is right now as far as the international stage goes, there are absolutely no excuses for France. No excuses whatsoever. So looking at the qualifiers, okay... Now, France is on top of the group, okay? And there's even more luck the fact that France is four points clear of second place Ukraine, who has zero wins, zero losses, but three draws, okay? France is the only national team in the group, Group D, with a win. Like I said, two wins and a draw. That's seven points, four goals scored, and conceding only one. In a group, you know, along with Ukraine, Finland, Bosnia and Herzegovina, and Kazakhstan. I mean, there should really be no problems whatsoever for Les Bleus. So. France, the next game will be September 1st against Bosnia and Herzegovina at home before they will be on the road to take on Ukraine before playing September 7th at home against Finland. I would assume that the... Excuse me, but that the squad for these World Cup qualifying matches are to be announced... I would say 10 to 14 days before the games, but for the main subject of this game, 
of, of excuse me of this episode, Kareem Benzema has to be on the squad, and he better damn well be in the starting lineup. Okay. Look, it's hard for me to deal with the fact that I defended Didier Deschamps omitting Kareem Benzema. Okay, but like I said, I've moved on from it. Let's forget the past. Okay. The fact that Kareem Benzema and Didier Deschamps were able to sit down, have a conversation that went absolutely 100% pleasant, no no ill feelings, nothing. The fact that Kareem Benzema accepted the call, because like, like Steve Adams said, my good friend and mentor in Southern California said, Kareem Benzema could have said to Didier Deschamps, screw you, I do not want to play for you or, or this national team again. And Kareem Benzema didn't do that, okay? So I'm going to do the same thing Kareem Benzema did. Let's forget the past, let's worry about the future. Okay, for everybody that disagreed with me about the omission, I advise you to do the same. Let's forget about the past. Let's worry about the future. Like I'm trying to forget about what happened at Euro 2020 for France, losing to Switzerland the way they did. As difficult as it is, I'm trying to forget about it. Okay. Now it's about the World Cup, and believe it or not, France has a Nations League semi-final game against Belgium, and they got to focus on that. At this point, everybody still wants to make a joke of the Nations League, saying it's a it's worthless, whatever. Look, for me, looks. I don't know how important it is, but the fact is, it's a competitive tournament, and if it has the word competitive, and if it has the word title, if, if a title is going to be on the line, if it's all about winning a championship whatsoever, then it's important, okay? It's about bringing hardware. That's how my good friend and my mentor, Steve, says, if hardware is involved, if there's a chance to win it, it's important, you got to win the title, because it goes in your showcase, it goes on your resume, it goes into your history, as far as the national team goes. So yeah, Francis is going to have to get it together. Didi Deschamps is going to have to get it together, okay? I mean, like I said, next year, France will be defending the title. Of course, France needs to qualify, okay? So that being said, France is under a lot of pressure, but it's up to them to get over it, okay, and get through this pressure. And possibly, and honestly, it is possible. So, now that I get to there, here, if Kareem Benzema is not called up, obviously, I, I would, that, would, I would, that would be a huge mistake, but... Now, somebody did say, what if he doesn't get called up because, you know, he's going to have to go to attend court? And I said, well, if it's, I don't know when the court date is for this if this trial or whatever. I don't know what date exactly it's in. But if coincidentally it happens to interfere with the qual- with these qualifying matches, then perhaps that's a different story. But honestly, I, I doubt it. Okay. At this point, look, this alleged thing happened back in 2015. And really, dude, this is six years later. So, look, if, if Benzema had been... I mean, this is merely my opinion, this is merely a theory, but look, the fact that in France, blackmailing is a very serious offense, I really honestly believe that if Kareem Benzema was guilty, he would have been convicted already. Okay. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. I mean, okay, perhaps I did, I just didn't want to talk about it because, you know, I didn't want to make assumptions, but, but yeah, at this point, look, if Benzema had been guilty of that, look, there's no doubt in my mind it would have been taken care of already and whatever, so... Anyway, so so from so in Benzema's case, you know, I, I'm sure he's not worried about it. He's probably going to go like, he's, you know, do the court case, you know, the trial, whatever, and get it over with, and then never have to worry about it again, because Kareem Benzema will be 34 around, I believe, in December. Okay, and he may be at that point. He may be starting to be at the point of his career where his body is going to begin to age out, and you know, he's not going to be able. He's going to slip out of his prime. I don't believe that's the case, okay? I really believe Kareem Benzema has still got a few good years left in him because the dude is in absolute amazing shape, much like Cristiano Ronaldo, okay? And furthermore, quite frankly, I don't remember Kareem Benzema any, suffering any serious injuries in his career. I mean, I'm sure he ha- maybe he has, but I just don't remember. 
So Kareem Benzema is fortunate, okay? So I am confident that he's going to be on the squad for World Cup qualifiers, and I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that the dude is going to continue where he left off the Euro. He's going to continue to score goals for France. He's going to make up for all the years missed. He's going to remind, he's going to tell French fans, look, let's not worry about the past. Let's worry about the future. That's what I'm doing. And Karim Benzema is going to make his country proud. Okay. And Steve took it up a notch. Steve even said that there was absolutely no ex- no reason for Benzema to not be on the on the national team for the World Cup next year, unless of course Benzema is hurt or retired. But I don't think he's going to retire, honestly, because in Karim Benzema's case, I know that that playing in one at least one more World Cup is what he wants to do bad. Okay, and quite frankly, he deserves it. Okay, he has done so well for Real Madrid. And I have absolutely no doubt he's going to do well under the management of Carlo Ancelotti. Let's keep in mind, he has played under Carlo Ancelotti before, okay? And, you know, I should mention this. You know, I talked about this with Steve, but, you know, Steve, you know, like, you know, agreed with you. He said this is merely a dead end, but apparently ESPN sent out a report that, according to sources, Zinedine Zidane has rejected offers from numerous clubs because he's going to sit and wait for the French national team to call just to hire him. Now at this point, you know, it, it, it apparently it has been. I mean, the the French, the president of, of the French Football Federation, Noël Le Gras, and Didier Deschamps have both basically said, well, of, of course, you know, we want Zinedine Zidane to succeed Didier Deschamps. I mean, even Didier Deschamps has declared that Zidane is his rightful successor. But the French national, the, excuse me, the French Football Federation has not really said anything about that, saying that Deschamps will leave in 2022. Uh, let's just remind everybody here that Didi Deschamps' uh, contract runs through the uh, after the World Cup. So, I mean, it, it, th- these are merely theories. Like you know, if France, you know, whatever happens, uh, if France crashes out, unfor- which is you know going to be super unfortunate, it'll be two thousand two and two thousand ten again. I mean, if, if if France crashes out in a super humiliating, embarrassing way, like loses all three games and gets destroyed in all of them, yeah, there's no doubt Didi Deschamps is going to leave office, but. It could even be like if France manages to go to the semifinals and then takes home the bronze medal, and then let's say Didier Deschamps just decides to resign, saying, "You know, I've done, I've done everything I can. I think it's time for somebody else to take over." I mean, I don't know. I do have a feeling in my gut that Didier Deschamps, Zinedine Zidane, they, they you know, they, they were teammates. I mean, they were teammates at Juventus. They were teammates, you know, for the French national team. They won the World Cup together and the European title together. They're very close. So I have no doubt that Didier Deschamps. I would, well, I should say, I wouldn't be surprised if Didier Deschamps has already been talking with Zidane and they and they both have agreed that, you know, he sure he tells Zidane, look, you're going to be the guy, all right? But like I said, these are all theories, but of course, in my case, because how much everybody knows how much Zidane means to me, and of course, in Zidane's case, the fact that he's so well-loved in France, you know, of course, it's inevitable for the guy to take over the national team one day. It's going to happen. I don't know how, I don't know when, I just saw that it's going to happen. We all know it. There's absolutely no point of denying. So, anyway. So, like I said, the match day four of the World Cup qualifiers is in September. France have six matches left to play. So, again, you know, they'll play uh, September 1st. They'll have the match. And then three days later, they'll have their second match on the road before returning home to play Finland. I should remind everybody, the last time France played Finland at home, Finland pulled off a 2-0 road win, scoring on both of their attempts on goals. So France is, is going to have to make sure that that does not happen again. So so there's no doubt, Benzema is going to be on that squad, okay? And I hope that by that, it, it, you know, let me tell everybody something. If France actually wins all three of those games in a 
very convincing way, that's going to be step number one to the road to recovery process, okay? So France will be finally beginning on the same page again, okay? Let's not get the hopes up because there's always something that happens. This is the French national team. They're, <laughs> they're just so unpredictable. But I expect the players to be 100% ready to go, okay? You know, it, it, just a few weeks from uh, just a few weeks from now, domestic play will start. The, the EPL, La Liga, Ligue 1. Uh, I expect Mbappe to uh, hopefully get better in, the, in the, everything with him. And I'm praying for him. But I expect France to do some great things. But overall, there is absolutely no reason for Kareem Benzema not to be called up. Mark my words, folks. If Benzema is just simply not called up for these qualifiers, I will be pretty freaking disappointed. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.